You're listening to The Brandwell Podcast, the business podcast for side hustlers and creative entrepreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. Your host, Victoria Marcoulier, is a wife, mama, and the owner of a branding studio she built from the ground up, Brandwell. With each episode, Victoria and her guests share the behind the scenes of how they built their dream career and give you the expert advice you'll need to build yours. Learn how to show up confidently online as we cover everything from social media, website strategy, email marketing, and a little bit of that mompreneur life in between. Here's your host, Victoria Marcoulier. Welcome back to the Brandwell Podcast, you guys. It's Victoria, and today it's just me on the podcast sharing something that is going on in my own life as a business owner and um, just something that I have felt really strongly about these last couple of weeks. And I was thinking, you know what? This would probably be good to share with my friends over on the podcast. So we're going to talk all about setting boundaries as an entrepreneur. What are some signs that you might need to set boundaries, how to set boundaries, and then of course, the benefits of setting boundaries as a business owner. So let me back up and tell you a little bit why this has so been on my heart these last couple of weeks. As you guys know, if you have been an OG listener or a follower of Brandwell, I have a almost one-year-old baby. Um, I have my business, Brandwell, which is in its third year. I've got a husband, a home, and all these wonderful blessings in my life, but that's also a lot of plates to keep spinning. And something that I have realized is just a lot of deadlines have been piling up and a lot of websites are going live right around the same time and uh, simultaneously my daughter learned to walk this week and it just feels like everything in life is coming to a climax at the same time. And while it's wonderful and exhilarating, it's also tiring and exhausting. And I have realized how few boundaries I've set for myself as a business owner. And the reason that I want to change that is because I was thinking to myself, gosh, like I'm really wearing myself out here. I'm spreading myself so thin. And I was like, what What are my values? What are my personal values? And to be honest, this is embarrassing, but I could rattle off my company's values in three seconds, but it was taking me a lot longer to share my personal values. And even if I could maybe write down what my personal values are on paper, the way that I live my life and the way that I run my business was not aligning with what those values were. So that was a wake up call for me. That made me realize, you know what? I need to get serious. I need to set up some boundaries in my life and in my business that allow me to actually have these values and to live out these values that I claim to believe. This is really funny too, because the other day I had a in-person event. Um, It was for the launch of a brand that we just did. The brand was Katrina & Co. You guys may have seen it if you follow us over on Instagram, but it was a, a very large local client that we had and my designers and I got to go in person and celebrate the launch of their online shop and um, you just have some goodies in the store. And as I was chatting with my uh, my client, Katrina, she mentioned to me, she's like, yeah, Victoria has boundaries. And, you know, she was talking about another person she was working with where they would text until 1 a.m. every night getting ready for the launch. And she's like, but I knew not to do that with you because I know you have boundaries. And half of me was like super proud. Half of me was like, yes, I'm so glad that people see that and they respect that. Um, but the other half of me, the, you know, entrepreneurial business side of me was 
almost wanting to cringe, just like, oh gosh, I hope I never came across as rude. But I think that really the client um, never thought that it was rude. She never, um, she was never offended at any boundaries that I had set, maybe even non-verbally. Um, and she respected that and she honored those even without us ever having to have an actual conversation about boundaries. So I thought that was really cool. But at the same time, I knew that I have not done a great job setting boundaries in general and with all of my clients and not just with clients, but just with the way that I manage my work and my team. So that is why I wanted to record this episode for you guys. Let's look at some signs that you might need to set boundaries as an entrepreneur. The first sign is if you can never turn your brain off when it comes to work. You are constantly thinking about the next deadline, how you'll close the next sale, what else you could or should be doing. That is the first sign, guys, and I am right there in the trenches with you if that's where you're at, but that is not healthy. Uh, Number two, your loved ones are making comments. This one is hard because I think part of us wants to fall into that category of, oh, well, I'm an entrepreneur. Like things are going to look different for me in my life than for you who get to clock in at nine and clock out at five. While that may be true, excluding the necessary grind of those early days of starting a business, when I do think there's a lot of hard work and commitment that goes into starting a business, that's not really the season I'm talking about. You know, I'm talking about once you've already had your business established, there's a steady income, you've got predictability, some stability. Now, now is where you have to really step back and reevaluate. Maybe what you did to get where you are today is not going to really get you to the next level where you want to be uh, in a year or two years. Because if you keep going the way that you've been going, you're probably going to burn out. So if your loved ones are constantly commenting about how you're never available or you're emotionally unavailable, or they see you just burning out, or uh, maybe, you know, physically, you don't look good, you're not eating, you're not getting enough sleep. If they're constantly making comments, that might be a sign that you need to set some boundaries as an entrepreneur. The third is just you're burnt out. I, for the first time really in three years of having Brandwell, I started to feel a little sense of burnout these last couple of weeks. And I hated that because I love what I do so much. And it truly is so fulfilling to me that I've never had to fight off the feeling of burnout. But because I hadn't set any boundaries, because I was just constantly eat, sleep, breathing, work these last 10 or 14 days or so, I was feeling it. So that is another sign that you might need to set up some boundaries. Number four is you have no margin in your life left to do the things that you enjoy. If you are constantly saying, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym because of my business, or I don't have time to go to go for a walk with my friends, or I don't have time to go get coffee, things that maybe you once did before you started a business that you no longer have any margin left to do, that's probably a sign that you need to set some boundaries. And then lastly, number five, if you've stopped investing in others. I really believe that making an impact should go far beyond just your business and the clients that you serve. You should be able to impact those people in your inner circle, whether that's your husband, your children, your friends, uh, maybe even your employees. That is something I've really felt is that because I've been so in the trenches of design and the nitty gritty of my business, I've not really had a lot of room to invest in my employees and to invest in 
the friends that are around me. And, you know, I have a Bible study in my home and I, I feel like I very rarely have time to prepare for that and to really listen to the girls and their prayer requests and what's going on in their life and be a source of encouragement for them. So those are five quick signs that you might need to set boundaries as an entrepreneur. Now let's dive into how to set boundaries because I realize that it's not easy. The first thing that you need to do when you're setting boundaries is you need to decide what your values are. I don't think that we can set boundaries that we're actually going to keep unless they're based off of things that we value in life and we really want to adhere to. So for example, a handful of my values are, I really want to be a present mom. Like I said, my daughter's almost one. She's growing up so fast. And I know that, you know, as I have more children, this one to two years of me, just me and her is so precious. And I don't want to waste it behind my laptop screen 24 seven. So that's a value of mine. I want to be faithful to stay in God's word and be an encourager to other people in my life spiritually. I mentioned I have that Bible study and I want to be able to pour into those girls. Um, another value of mine is to be a good friend to the people that are not just on Instagram, my Instagram friends, but also to my real friends, the ones that I want to get together with more consistently. And then lastly, another value of mine is to make an impact on uh, the people in my life. So I want to make an impact on my daughter, of course, but I also want to make an impact on the people that I encounter on a day-to-day basis and not feel like I'm always so flustered and too busy to do so. So once you've established your values, now it's time to set boundaries. But I want you to set realistic boundaries. So don't say, I am going to start work at nine and finish at five every day. That is my boundary. As an entrepreneur, my goodness, you are lucky if you're able to do that, but it's probably not realistic. You need to set boundaries that make sense for your business, but also they do help you to feel a little bit more in control and not like your business is running your life. So for for example, uh, maybe your boundary is that you don't check your email after 7 p.m. You just give yourself that three to four hour window, depending on whenever you go to bed, that window of not having to constantly think about emails or reply to people. You just have a a short window and it allows you to kind of unwind before you go to bed. Um, Another good boundary is to not sleep with your phone next to your bed. This is a tough one, guys, but it doesn't matter if your phone is your alarm clock, set it across the room. It's just too easy to roll over, to get on Instagram, start checking things, to open up your inbox. And then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed with your to-do list. Um, Another really good way to set a realistic boundary is to say, I do... XYZ before I check my email. So for me, what I've done lately is I say, I spend time in God's word before I open my emails. And this is actually really hard for me to do, but I wanted to be better about getting in God's word, having a quiet time every day, because I really do notice a difference in how the rest of my day plays out when I have that time with the Lord. And by doing that before I get into my inbox, it just sets a healthier perspective for the day. So maybe for you, it's I get up and I spend 30 minutes drinking coffee and reading a book, or I spend 30 minutes stretching or doing yoga, whatever it is that will allow you to get into your day instead of just jumping right into your inbox or into your work, set that as a boundary. And it can be short. It can be 15 minutes, whatever it might be. But I think that's a really good realistic boundary. Something that I have said, just to give you another example of a boundary that I'm doing with Brandwell is 
I am not doing any more design work myself for the next 90 days. So I have a wonderful team that I have invested and groomed for the last uh, one to two years. And I'm going to allow myself now the freedom to actually work on my business rather than in it and let my team really step up to the plate. They've all proven to me that they're exceptional at what they do. My clients love them. And really the only reason I'm still doing any design at all anyways is because I like it and I, I want to stay in it and I don't want to lose, you know, my, um, my skills as a designer. But I realized that when I am committing myself to actual design work, whether it be branding or a website design, I can't actually work on my business. I can't invest in my team. I can't spend as much time reviewing their designs and giving feedback. And that's really important for the stage that I'm in with Brandwell. So for the next 90 days, I am not doing any design work myself. I'm going to have my team do that. That is what I hired them to do. So I'm just going to actually use them for why they are with me at Brandwell. Okay, you don't have a team. That is okay. I understand that not everybody is at the point where they've hired people or they have a virtual assistant, whatever it is that you can outsource to. That's fine. You can also set boundaries directly with your clients. Um, and I think the best way to do it to do this is just to set the expectation right up front. Going back to that example of Katrina and what she had said at the at the shop about, oh, Victoria has boundaries. I never had a conversation with her saying like, do not text me after this time. Do not email me after this. I think it was just in the way that I set the expectation by how I acted. So if I get an email at 10 p.m. from a client, I'll respond the next morning, uh, sometime maybe between like 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. where it makes sense for normal working hours. Or if I get a phone call on a Sunday, I'll reply quickly and be like, hey, I'm available to chat tomorrow between these hours. And slowly but surely, you're actually setting this expectation of, oh, you know what? If I reach out to her at this time, she's probably not going to get back to me. So I'm just going to wait and I'll reach out during these hours. So setting the expectation for your clients in how you act and how you behave. I know a lot of you guys are side hustling and maybe you only can work from 6 p.m. until midnight. There is a wonderful tool within Gmail and I imagine most other email providers where you can actually hit schedule send. So even if you're working at midnight or (laughs) 1 a.m. in the morning, you can type out your emails and then schedule them to send during normal working hours the next day and watch as that changes the way your clients actually interact with you. So outside of normal business tasks, another boundary that I have set is no social media one day a week. And that might sound like really silly because I told my husband and he just kind of laughed. He doesn't have any social media. So he's like, oh, wow, you're giving it up one day a week. Good for you. But you guys understand, I think, the the pull and just the, the lure of social media that can be really toxic and unhealthy when it's taken out of control. And I know it's important for me just to have one day a week where I'm not thinking about what I'm going to post. I'm not doing things solely for the purpose of sharing it with my friends on Instagram. I can just totally detach. And you'd be amazed how often if you don't have social media one day a week, you're going to find yourself like not even on your phone at all because so much of us being on our phones is for social media. So I have loved having that. For me, it's Sundays. I'm doing it with another friend of mine who's going to be on the podcast here soon, Susie Collins. And uh, we both hold each other accountable. Say, hey, don't don't be on today. You know, delete the app, whatever you need to do to take away that temptation and just give yourself one day a week to reset and not be on social media. 
So once you've set your boundaries, you need to tell people, you need to tell the people that you love and the people in your life that can actually hold you accountable. The pull of work is so strong. And especially as deadlines get closer, the pressure will mount and you're likely going to just throw your boundaries out the window. So for me, I'm telling my husband what my boundaries are and I'm asking him to keep me accountable. Um, it's so important that I have somebody else in my corner saying, hey, Tor, shut it off. Um, you know, close the laptop, get off the phone, tell her no, tell them no, <laughs> and just take time away to invest in the people that are actually in your life right there in, t- you know, tangible. I have an online business. So, so much of my life in my community is digital, but I, I don't want to fully replace the actual in-person community that I have with the digital online community as wonderful as it is. So having somebody hold me accountable, whether it's your friends, whether it's your significant other, other, um, anyone that knows you well enough and is around you often enough, maybe you have roommates, maybe your roommate can hold you accountable that once the clock hits 7 p.m., no more checking emails, turn off the alerts, no more. Because <laughs> that is just really crucial to actually sticking to these boundaries and giving you the freedom that you're looking for. So why do we do all of this? Why are we setting boundaries? We're trying to grow our businesses, right? And that's exactly the reason that I'm doing this. I told you for the first time in three years, I've started to taste burnout. And that scares me because I am in this for the long haul. I want to be talking about what I've learned running my business five years from now, 10 years from now. And I know if I don't have boundaries, I am going to burn out. So if you're in it for the long haul, set boundaries. The second reason why you should set boundaries is because you are more than your business. If you're starting to feel like your business is what identifies you, if your business is what uh, makes you who you are, then you need to set boundaries. Your friends, your family, your children, they need you to show up for them. And if you're so mentally invested in your business that you can't do that, it's time. Uh, Another benefit of setting boundaries is because boundaries are scalable, you guys. I am learning this as I'm growing my team. Maybe the way that I started Brandwell, responding to every email, no matter what hour of the day or night it came in, uh, making myself available all throughout the weekend for calls and screen shares. That is not something I can just pass down to my team and say, hey, you know, this is what clients have gotten from me. So this is what they're going to expect from you. I just need you to be, you know, available available to them all hours of the day or night. No, it would be real hard for me to find people that would be willing to work under those conditions. And if I did find them, I'd have to pay them a lot of money because that's just not how we're wired, especially when it's not our own. So setting boundaries actually allows you to create scalable systems within your business that as you do expand and build your team and take on more clients, it's going to work for you. Uh, Not even just in the way of growing your team, but even in growing your client base. As Katrina was telling telling me about setting those boundaries, I was thinking, you know what? If I didn't, we have anywhere from 30 to 40 clients that we're working with at a time. Can you imagine if I was getting texts from 30 to 40 different people at all hours of the day and night all throughout the week? Another thing to note with Brainwell is that I live in Virginia, so I'm on the Eastern time zone, but the vast majority of our clients are on Pacific time zone. So 
they are three hours behind me, which means that when they're working and side hustling at midnight, they're texting me at 3 a.m. So it's just really important to set these boundaries because they do allow you to grow and scale as you take on more clients, more work, or if you grow your team. So I hope that this was really helpful for you. I want to encourage you. I am in your corner cheering you on to set those boundaries. If you aren't sure where to get started or you need a little help, please feel free to reach out to me. I love connecting with you guys one-on-one. You can either send me a DM at Brandwell Designs on Instagram or you can email me directly. My email is victoria at brandwelldesigns.com and I am so thankful as always that you tuned in. If you find this content helpful, hit that little subscribe button so I can keep showing up for you with free goodies week after week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Brandwell Podcast. If you're a side hustler or creative entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to cheer you on week after week by providing practical advice on how to grow your business. For show notes or to learn more about what we covered in today's episode, head to brandwelldesigns.com. Until next time, keep branding well.